Hello and welcome to M's Authority Podcast. I am M, your astro goddess and guru, here to bring you the energies of the week ahead. Thank you for being here. I apologize. Uh, normally, this is out on a early on a Monday morning. Unfortunately, my work got a little bit busier this week, so this got pushed on the back burner. But don't worry, I am still here, and you're still going to receive it on late Monday night. That's okay because it will all be ready for you Tuesday when you tune in. So. Uh, thank you again for all of my beautiful listeners for sharing this podcast with your friends and family. Uh, it means the absolute world to me because the more you share, the more people I can help on my mission of getting everyone to live in alignment with the stars and return them back to their true uh, soul essence and make them understand that there's actually a map out there that shows them how to navigate life. Uh, that is what astrology simply is. So thank you for all of those who have shared. Before I dive into this episode, I would love to remind you that I have my Cosmic Money Masterclass coming up this Thursday, the 22nd of Feb. And in that class, you're going to learn how to heal your money story. We're going to explore the second house, the eighth house, Venus, and all the goodness that you can learn from that in order to heal your money relationship. So if this is something that you've been struggling with, that you want to uh, learn to heal this relationship, it's literally written in your soul's blueprint, aka your astrology chart. And from here, you can literally, yeah, heal this relationship and call in so much more abundance. So it's $88. If that is of resonance to you, please come and join me uh, again I am almost going to guarantee that if you invest that $88, you will definitely uh, get a great return on investment and you'll get more of a return than what you actually invested. So um, I'm pretty confident on that one once you know exactly how to work with your energy and how to heal your relationship to money. So go and jump on that if that is of interest. Now, um, we... Obviously, I've kind of missed the boat on most of Monday's energy, which is fine because there actually is not a whole heap that is happening on Monday, apart from the fact that the sun moves into Pisces, which I'm going to speak a lot into um, anyway about what Pisces uh, season brings us and how we can work best with this energy and what's going to be coming up. So I will dive into all of that. But as for the Monday it really, you know, it, it's not much. There was no other major energies at play other than that sun making that ingress into Pisces. We were coming off the back of a waxing gibbous Gemini moon and moving into a Cancer moon. So it was a time to start to tune into your emotions a little bit more. Really, you might have noticed that you were becoming a bit more sensitive and your intuition could have potentially been a little bit more heightened and doubly heightened because the sun is in We'll just move into Pisces, and that's a very intuitive, dreamy sign. And uh, Cancer, where the moon is currently just moved into as well, is another very intuitive sign. So you may notice that your intuition has been a little bit more heightened than normal. So that um, pretty much is Monday in a nutshell. So before I dive into the rest of the week, I think I'm going to uh, prep us all for Pisces season and what lays ahead for us there. And then we will move into the rest of the energy of the week ahead. So thank you again for <laughs> being here. And again, I'm sorry this is a little bit later, but hey, you've got to understand that uh, mum life and business and all of the things, it's a juggle. And it really is like so many moving plates and pieces and lots of moving parts. So 
anyways, I'm here. Enough excuse. Uh, I'm getting this done. So let's jump into it. So what does Pisces season bring us? Well, this Pisces season is a little different to the, I guess, typical Pisces season because uh, we have Saturn here in Pisces. Now, Saturn hasn't been in Pisces for the last 20, or yeah, since 28 years ago. So this is really giving uh, this Pisces season a different flavor and energy. Now, we still have Neptune in Pisces as Neptune is one of the slower moving planets. So we've had that for the past few years. So that energy is somewhat familiar and comfortable for us. But having Saturn here really kind of shakes things up. But I think it's a really positive thing. So um, I guess the the main themes around Pisces energy is all about tapping into the infinite uh, abundance that we have access to, you know, whether that be through our daydreams. You know, we have a quantum reality and physical infinite um potentialities that we can tap into at any single moment in any single time. And Pisces reminds us that there is so much more than what is currently in front of us in our current reality, that there we can move beyond that. Pisces can see so much more. And I guess the Pisces energy is pretty much boundless. Like there is no start and no end. So it's almost like you can imagine Pisces is this deep watery sign that kind of rules. It's like almost like the ocean. You know, if we think of that in relation to Earth and Pisces being the ocean, there is so much vastness and depth in that ocean. And there's so many mysteries and you can just keep, you know, repeatedly discovering new things and exploring more and more. It's like an infinite... um resource to kind of delve into. So that's kind of, you know, a a bit of the Piscean energy. Now, the Pisces energy, because they don't have this um these boundaries in place, they can be such wonderful dreamers. And you can cook up the most imaginative and creative dreams. And I guess this is where Saturn comes in because Saturn being here actually creates the boundaries for Pisces, which then helps you bring that down into our current physical 3D reality. So this is a beautiful time to really tune into your dreams and actually then use Saturn to help ground them in and start taking aligned action towards those dreams. Because sometimes Pisces can be known to escape reality and just be stuck in dreamland and never actually ground it down into our human physical 3D form because they're kind of living life in like different spiritual dimensions and different realms. So having Saturn here is actually very helpful. So that's one side to Pisces season. The other side is Pisces season is going to really highlight um, energy and spiritual um, hygiene. So what do I mean by this? This is literally understanding the fact that you are, yes, you are a human body, but you also have an energetic body within your human body, you know, otherwise we'd literally just be a bag of meat and skin if we didn't have our consciousness within us, which is essentially what I believe to be our soul. And that has its own energy and frequency and vibration. And that's what that kind of um, energetic hygiene and spiritual hygiene refers to is actually not so much about what physically is happening, but the actual energy behind things that you're doing. And so understanding this, this is going to be really highlighted if you're someone who's potentially leaking lots of energy by um, potentially, you know, what you might say versus what you do can create an energy leak because you're not actually following true to what you said you were going to do. Another example can be being around toxic people and taking on too much of their stuff and then not discerning between what's theirs and yours. So that can also um, not make you the most 
energetically hygienic person because we have to understand that we need to continually keep our energy clean, clear it, cleanse it, cut cords, and all that sort of stuff. So that's going to be really strongly highlighted to us uh, during this Pisces season. Again, thanks to Saturn being here. Saturn really wants us to be aware and to really put more boundaries in place uh, in order for our own energetic protection because we need to uh, understand that our energy is sacred and needs to be protected. So that's uh, some more of the more greater collective themes that Pisces season brings us. I guess on a personal level, you can obviously look to what house is being activated for you um, this Pisces season. So for me personally, this is activating my eighth house. Now, this is kind of a bit of a love-hate relationship. Um, Pisces in the eighth house is a little bit challenging for me, to be honest. It's um, more of an inward time and I don't really love being too inward as I'm sort of, I do, but I don't. So this kind of really forces me to kind of go below um, what is happening on my current reality and go into the depth. So it's kind of a bit of a, for me, in my makeup and energy, it's literally kind of about like blending Pisces with Scorpio energy. And that's quite deep and it's very watery and it's very emotional. And yeah, so I think it really takes me into the emotional underworld, if you will. Um, so have a look where Pisces is activating in your chart and what themes you may expect to come up. Um, now, I think that's pretty much the the major and key points that I wanted to really highlight to you uh, when we're talking about Pisces season. Um, oh, the other thing, I guess, is be mindful during Pisces season that you don't uh, fall into the escapism route, whether that be through scrolling on your phone, binging on Netflix, tuning out with drugs and alcohol, um, anything that kind of takes you away from your presence and gets you to be zoning out of the current reality, uh, they can sometimes be a big shadow to Pisces energy. So be aware of that. And if you do start to slip into that escapism, ask yourself, like, what are you actually escaping from? Like, what are you afraid of? What are you trying to yeah, run away from essentially. So have that in your mind as well as we uh, navigate uh, Pisces season. Um, I guess, yeah, that's pretty much where I want to leave that for Pisces season. We are currently this week, we are in this big building phase into the full moon, which happens on Saturday. So there actually is quite a lot of big energies playing out this week. So um, one, we're in this waxing moon phase, which again is where the energy is building, the light of the moon is growing as it's coming into its peak ripeness and in its um, finale and full full glow uh, for us on Saturday as that will be a Virgo full moon. So, yeah, the energy already without any other things at play um, is building into that. So we're already feeling that energy. And then we have, you know, a couple of days where we've got some major energies playing out that are uh aspects and you know the aspects of two planets talking that we haven't had in quite some time so it's going to be uh yeah big energy so stay grounded stay uh in your body stay in your current present reality a great time to meditate it's really nice because you can actually be so much more tapped in than what you normally may be able to be so make sure you take that time to really tune inward um okay so let's dive in to the 
week ahead and we're going to start from Tuesday uh, because obviously this is coming up Monday night and I already spoke to you a little bit about what Monday's energy uh, brings. So 20th Feb, Tuesday, Mars Day, we have a waxing gibbous cancer moon. So this is a day to take action on your domestic duties and things around the home. Give your home a good clean and really make your space homely. Um, take time to nurture and mother yourself. Today would be a great day to go with the flow with your intuition. Try not to make any other plans and really just go with the flow. Now, how often is it that we actually allow ourselves to just do that? You know, obviously, like, yes, within reason, sometimes there are things like you've got to go to this soccer practice or drop the kids off from, you know, certain time to certain time. But can you actually just kind of let some things just play out in the flow, be in that flowiness of the divine feminine and just see how your day pans out? Does it pan out for the better? Does it pan out for the worse? I think this is a really beautiful time to really just trust because, Again, we have the sun and the moon and two water signs, Cancer and Pisces. It's a deeply intuitive day. So why not nourish that intuition that little bit more by just simply moving with the flow? Um, Tuesday as well brings us no other major aspects or energies. So it's really just the moon uh, that we're working with on Tuesday. Now, as we move into Wednesday, the 21st, Mercury Day, uh, we still have the moon moving through Cancer. So take time um, to be a little bit sentimental. Cancerians love to reflect and kind of walk down memory lane and be a bit sentimental. So talk with your loved one and really take them and talk about like what happened back in the day, you know, take that trip down memory lane. So because it's Mercury Day, it's a great day to communicate. So also communicate with your own emotions and really just see what they have to offer you in terms of wisdoms. You know, you may feel more emotional, more intuitive and really, um, yeah, for me personally, that's something that I don't really naturally have in my chart. So I'm sure I'm going to feel extra emotional and I already have started to feel this uh, Monday as I'm recording this, because again, as I'm recording this, the the this is the same dynamic playing out. The moon has moved into Cancer and the sun is in Pisces. And this is like a lot of watery energy and I don't really do emotions, but it's nice. And I could kind of be like, why am I feeling a bit emotional? What is coming up for me? So that's been fun to navigate. So again, make sure you tune into that because our emotions actually hold such deep intuitive messages. Now, again, Wednesday, uh, we don't have any other energies playing out. So we kind of get this nice, like gentle, easy, intuitively uh, flowing couple of days. And then uh, once we hit Friday, uh, sorry, Thursday, and pretty much for the rest of the week, that's where the energy builds. It builds a lot into the full moon. So it's uh, yeah, a nice time to just slow down, chill, go with the flow, and really just... Yeah. The other thing you might notice as well, um, that's what I was going to say, yes, is having the moon move into Cancer and then obviously the sun in Pisces and out of this Aquarian energy, you might kind of notice there's a bit more calmness in terms of your mental stimulation and your mind. You might kind of just be like, oh, I just feel like I'm a little bit more calm in my mind. I'm a little bit more clear. I don't have a million different things swirling and I'm not so much up in my head. I can kind of actually tune back into my body and my heart and my emotions. So really pay attention to that across um, Tuesday and Wednesday and really go more into the heart, okay? Really allow that to guide you because that is going to show you, and again, as I've mentioned, your emotions give you such 
intuitive messages if we actually unpack it and listen to them. All right, so Thursday, the 22nd of February, uh, Jupiter Day, we have a waxing gibbous Leo moon. So this is the big, bold energy. Um, You know, the moon loves to be seen. It's in its waxing phase. It's a Leo. It's the lioness energy. So it's time to get out there and be seen. It's Jupiter Day as well. So this Leo moon energy is essentially exaggerated especially as we culminate and build into this full moon. You know, it's big. We're kind of in this um, culmination phase, if you will. Um, Now, if you feel called as well, uh, this is, again, Thursdays when I'm holding my Cosmic Money Masterclass because I want to be seen. I'm a Leo rising and it's a great day for me to actually go out there and be seen and expand everything that I touch. So that is why I'm doing my Cosmic Masterclass on Thursday which is really cool because when you know how to plan, and this is going to be something that I'm going to be uh, teaching you guys more about, is planning things on specific days, uh, especially as they activate different parts of your chart, just so it can be so much more aligned. And like, you'll just notice, I have been playing around this with like launching different things, like launching something when it's kind of not meant to be a good time and seeing how that goes versus launching something when it's like, this is a great time to launch. And it's actually been so fascinating to see how, much the energies align with like my launches and things and what's been successful and what's not. So I'm going to, I'm still in experimental phase with all of this, but I'm going to be sharing with you very soon a lot more uh, about this. And even I've got a few other people who I've been playing with in their charts a little bit, being like, okay, let's try this day. Let's do this and um, see how we go. So it's going to be really cool to see how all of that uh, plays out. Now, also on Thursday, we have uh, quite a big uh, conjunction occurring between Venus and Mars, the benefic uh, being Venus and the malefic uh, being Mars. And so these are both meeting up in Aquarius. Now, any time a planet comes towards a conjunction, which is where they touch, they're on the same degree point, it's really a seeding point of a new cycle. So this is um, the start of this new Mars and Venus cycle. So this is pretty big given that uh, last week, Mars and Pluto both uh, had this same seeding cycle touching and connecting directly with Pluto, going through the heart of Pluto, and then moving past that. So they've gone through their purification and transformation uh, as they've passed through Pluto. And now it's they're coming together. Now, Venus represents, if you're looking at this, it's really about the duality. So Venus is like the divine feminine, right? Mars is the divine masculine or the warrior energy. And so this is really going to show you balance and where things are needing more balance uh, because we are obviously made up of both of these. You know, it doesn't matter whether you're male or female. Sometimes you can be more in your uh, masculine. Sometimes you can be more in your feminine. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be a male or a female to experience that because we all experience both those masculine and feminine energies and we call upon both of those. The other way you can look at this is Venus being uh, the attractor, and um, Mars being like the giver. So more Venus being the receiver and Mars being the giver. So asking yourself, is this synergy in balance between giving and receiving? Or are you kind of leaning towards one more than the other? Are you being more of a, a taker, as in receiving more, than you're giving? And again, there's different, obviously, different times in our life where we swing between the two. However, you know, this kind of wants to show us how, we can start to play with this energy. Now, because this is is in Aquarius, where this is happening, 
this really wants to like shake things up and do things differently this time around in this part of the Mars Venus cycle. Again, um, this does not happen very often where Mars and Venus come together. So I think the last time this happened was two years ago. And the next time it's going to happen, I think, is not until, what are we now? Yeah, I think about 2026, give or take. I need to double-check dates, so don't take that for gospel. Um, I didn't uh, prepare uh, looking up at that one prior to uh, recording this, but anywho's. And, yeah, so it's really a time to, like, shake things up and do things differently because Aquarius wants to bring that new fresh energy, that new innovative edge, that new way of um, being and thinking and doing. So I guess in terms of a practical application of this, notice, um, you know, you might feel like you need to reevaluate your values, which is Venus, and then taking action on that is Mars and like where you're investing your energy. Is that a wise investment? Is there something that needs to shift? Is there something that you can do to change the current trajectory of where you are to something that is more innovative, something that is more vision and future based? as opposed to something that you've always just done the same patterns, the same things, the same groundhog groundhog day, essentially. So pay attention to what comes up for you here on Thursday, because again, Venus and Mars are personal planets, so we feel this very closely, all right? Um, yeah, I feel like this is just really highlighting to us, though, this this synergistic relationship of giving and taking, um, because again, Venus, the attractor, Mars is also, um, you know, kind of what we're attracting, but how we're taking action on the things that we're attracted to. That's the difference between Venus and Mars. So really, really uh, beautiful energy for Thursday. And again, hence why I'm doing the masterclass, because Venus is heavily involved and it's about taking action. And Venus also rules our money and our values and our desires. So hello, uh, I couldn't have picked a better day for that. Um, okay, uh, we move into Friday, the 23rd, which is Venus Day. Again, the moon's still in Leo. Um, you may notice here that the ego may be getting a bit fueled by this waxing Leo moon. So just take time to kind of check in because I love this analogy. And as I was writing uh, my notes and doing the newsletter, this just dropped in and I was like, fuck, that's actually just like exactly how this energy will play out. So the lion doesn't need to tell everyone he is a lion. He simply just stands bold and brave exactly as he is. And everyone just admires that. He doesn't have to go out preaching to the world that he's a lion and look at me, I'm a lion. You know, he literally just has to be a lion and just be true in his own truth and his expression. And, you know, everyone just admires that. They're kind of like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, he's a lion. Like I don't need to him to tell me that he's a lion because he's a fucking lion. Now, when you have the need to tell people, that's the ego, right? But being in your truth and in your heart is just actually just standing there and just being that lion and just doing what lions do. Like they just meander around and obviously they, they move in packs and the lead there's obviously a pack leader and things like that. But they don't have to go out and keep telling everyone that I'm the leader, I'm this. Like it's like, no, they just fucking walk like proud as and they're brave and people are scared of them. So <laughs> Um, that was the analogy. Is it an analogy? Yes, I think that came to me um, as I was uh, channeling into Friday's energy. Now, yeah, the lion also reminds you that actions speak louder than words and to be okay to stand proud and tall in your own energy. So a beautiful little reminder, a bit of a check in with the ego because again, Leo's, I don't know, this is my fucking battle of life as a Leo rising. <laughs> 
is always, um, you know, checking back in, like, am I just doing this to fuel my ego? Is this actually something that I can just stand in and shine bright in without having to, you know, shout it from the rooftops, et cetera, et cetera. There's a fine line about being seen versus, you know, the neediness or the validation that you seek uh, as you're wanting to be seen. They're two very different things. Anyways, uh, Friday we have Mercury making its entry into Pisces. So this is where our intuition will really pick up. We'll be able to connect with the higher dimensions and frequencies much easier. Mercury and Pisces wants you to dream and go beyond what you believe to be possible in this current reality. Your mind may be fueled with creative ideas, but having Saturn here is really going to help you start taking action and grounding them into your reality. <coughs> Oh, been talking for a bit. Just going to have a little sip sense of water. Mm-mm-mm. Must be so awkward when people listen to podcasts and someone needs a drink and it's just like awkward silence. I mean, it's probably not that awkward, but maybe I just kind of been like, that was an awkward pause. People are going to think this is awkward. Anyways, uh, I know you guys don't care because you know what? That's just a quirk. You know, I know you all love my little quirks and I'm just okay to own that. Uh, all right. Back on track, 24th of Feb, Saturday, Saturn Day, and fucking boom, we have the full moon in Virgo. Now, uh, again, it's going to be a pretty big moon. We have, um, yeah, it happening at five degrees of Virgo. This moon also opposes Saturn and Mercury, which is Mercury is the ruler of this moon. It also makes a supportive train to Jupiter. So Jupiter is the planet of expansion. It's going to make things magnified. Emotions are going to be heightened. As is anything, when building into a full moon, yes, emotions are already heightened because the moon rules the emotions. However, Jupiter then expands that and then throw in Saturn and Mercury. It can just be a little bit, bit of a time. So, you know, lots of energies playing out. But I feel like this moon can be deeply purifying and cleansing and healing. So this moon is really going to ask us to focus on our spiritual and energetic hygiene. Again, as we mentioned with Pisces season, um, that's also going to be a major theme coming up as well. And Virgo is the opposite of Pisces in the um, Zodiac. So again, there's going to be similar themes at play because we've got um, that opposition to Saturn, which is in Pisces. So um, yeah, it's going to, be a time to really focus in on your physical health, pay attention to how your day-to-day routines um, and rituals support you um, with regards to that and also the spiritual and energetic hygiene. It's going to be a time to like really cleanse and release anything that isn't supporting um, you in moving forward in these areas of life that I've just mentioned. Um, this, mor- this morn, <laughs> this moon... <laughs> Uh, is really going to support you in delving deeper and expanding your beliefs around what it means to be of service. Virgos love to be of service. They love to fix things. They really just want to help and fix a problem. And sometimes that can be a really great thing, but it can also kind of come off as that martyr energy. So having Jupiter here, it's really supporting us in really expanding, you know, what does it actually mean to be of service? Not just to myself or to others, but to something greater than than me or you or my friend. It's like the greater collective. Like how can you be of service to the greater collective? And that's what this moon really wants you to kind of support you in understanding. Um, 
We are being asked to cleanse our minds of anything that is not supporting us in the greater spiritual mission and purpose. Again, thanks to Mercury um, opposing this moon and then Mercury being the ruler. So Mercury takes precedence here as he is the ruler. Um, and so it really is time to purify your mind, really clear out anything that is stopping you from creating the reality that you wish to see and be in right now. Um, this moon really wants to show you where your communication needs to shift and change um, when it comes to connecting spirit or to something greater than yourself. Again, this purification is really important with this moon, cleansing and letting go. If there's any limiting beliefs, this is a great moon to let it go. If there's anything with your health, it's a great moon to let um, things related and concerned to health. Um the moon may also bring to your attention where you've been trying to hide behind perfection, i.e. not putting your gifts and your talents out to the world because you don't think that they're perfect or they're good enough. And this moon really wants you to let go of that because perfection does not exist, okay? Um, it's a great moon to help you get more organized, structured, and planned for what is ahead, clearing the path and letting go of the things that stand in the way of your dreams. So, a nice purging, releasing moon, very purifying, very cleansing. And again, come back to your spiritual discernment for your energy hygiene and um, energetic protection and your energetic hygiene. And really, yeah, clearing out anything that um, is not serving your highest good or their highest good. So this can also be, you know, people. You may need to you know, put those boundaries up for the people that may be draining your energy. They may be those toxic energy leeches, right, where you're not feeling filled up by being in their presence. You're feeling drained and really shitty after you have an interaction with them. So they're the types of people that you might want to cut out and cleanse and clear and release. Again, if you can. Um, this might also relate to certain situations, whether it be, you know, a job that's really demanding and energetically draining you, then potentially this can be a really great moon to kind of let that go and cut that cord um, and insert whatever is also draining you and not um, helping you be energetically hygienic, okay? Be really aware of that. Um, all righty. Mm -hmm. Then a Sunday brings us the day of the sun and we're still in this Virgo moon. However, it's starting to shift into a waning gibbous moon. So if you forgot to do your new moon, new moon, your full moon rituals. Oh, that's also what I forgot to mention. Uh, being a full moon, yes, go and charge the crystals. Uh, it's a really purifying moon, the Virgo moon. So go and charge those crystals, get them energized. Remember, always don't just put, it's not, enough to just put your crystals out onto the moon you have to set the intention and like speak to the moon commune with her talk to her okay um i don't know why that just dropped in but that just dropped in so i'm gonna just say that out for you guys um so yeah so if you weren't able to do any full moon rituals on saturday do it on the sunday the moon energy is still around and it's still strong so again Really use it to cleanse and release anything that stands in the way of you achieving your dreams and a gentle reminder to really practice those spiritual and energetic hygiene practices. Now, um, we have one more uh, aspect for the week, which happens on Sunday, which uh, Venus makes a square to Jupiter in Taurus and Venus is currently in Aquarius. So, 
This creates like fixed pressure around your beliefs when it comes to attracting and manifesting the new and different things you desire. And then Venus in Aquarius really wants to show you this new way um, to be in order to attract what you want. Whereas Jupiter in Taurus kind of reminds you of like what has worked in the past and how you've been able to ground things into your reality. Now, it creates a lot of pressure. However, the gift here is to manage both of these energies and integrate both the new ways of being and the old ways of being. Venus is naturally ruled by Taurus, so this kind of gives her an extra edge in this square. So this is really wanting you to um, redefine the values, which Venus is our value. So redefining your values in order to create a better future because Venus in Aquarius wants us to think about the future. What... Um, what we're doing now, is this actually aligning to where we want to be in the future? So you could have, you know, this beautiful dream and manifestation that um, you want to be a millionaire in 2025, right? And you want to do that through an online business, okay? But right now in your current reality, you are working for somebody else and you don't actually have your own business. So therefore, something needs to be redefined in order for you to then realign yourself to that actual vision, okay? You can't kind of get caught up in um, this, not to say it's like a, a dreamland, but you can't get caught up in not actually seeing through your values when it comes to future thinking and visioning, all right? So really use this to kind of zoom out on your desires. So again, think of things of like, okay, if I'm starting this new thing, like what's the end result? What am I, where am I actually wanting to go? And then navigate from back to front and then kind of go, okay, well, if that's where I want to get, where I am right now, what's the next closest step that I can take that leads me to that future vision? That's what this kind of Venus squared Jupiter dynamic is going to be playing out for us, okay? So um, it's just really wanting us to, again, Jupiter expands things and Jupiter also wants thus wants you to see things from that higher perspective as does um, the Aquarian energy being that it wants to be more future-focused and future-based. So have those two both zooming out. It really just gives you that highest possible perspective of what can be possible. Again, this can then create a square, creates internal pressure. So you've got these two things going at you and you're kind of like, it's a little bit conflicting. However, because these are both benefic planets, these squares can actually be a lot more easily navigated and there's so much more um, gifts and wisdoms that can come from this. So really play with this around having this new way of being um, and, you know, think of that Aquarian energy about being different, doing things differently. You know, it comes back to as well, like the Aquarian age, and we've spoken about this in previous episodes uh, about Aquarius uh, Pluto and Aquarius, right? It's about creating this new earth reality. So if you're thinking of that, um, thinking of this in terms of that, literally like Venus is our values, okay? It's our money. It's our abundance. It's what we're attracting and magnetizing to us. And then Jupiter is our abundance, essentially. Jupiter is also looking at things from a higher perspective. It's our beliefs. It's our um, deeper truths. So how can this align to create the new earth energy that is needed? And of course, sometimes, yes, there has to be pressure, but the pressure actually is what causes you to change. And that's the gift here. So I hope that makes sense. I hope that lands for you all. Um, 
that's the energy of the week ahead. Um, I know it's probably, I don't even know, I haven't been timing this, so I have no idea how long I've been speaking for, but I feel like I've been speaking for a while because my throat's getting a bit dry. Um, so yeah, that um, is Pisces season in a nutshell, the full moon in Virgo in a nutshell, and the energy of the week ahead. There was a lot to get through, guys. Now, I again, I don't know if I will... Um, be able to swing by. I'm not, I'm being a little bit non-committed to the Wednesday episodes, uh, but just know that like, if I do have bonus stuff, I would love to come and share it with you. I did start to obviously be regular with the Wednesdays. However, it just got a little bit overwhelming for me as I was starting to get busier with lots of other things, lots of readings, lots of, I had a women's circle on the weekend. Um, I'm gearing up for this cosmic money masterclass. So there was just lots of different uh, things that were pulling my energy in other directions. So until things quieten down, um, I'm really just going to be focusing here on the Monday episodes. And if the Wednesday episodes continue, great. If I feel aligned and called to record an episode, I will. I will always share the things with you guys. So uh, until next Monday, I hope that you have a beautiful week ahead. I hope that this helps you navigate uh, with ease and grace uh, into your week working with the energies as opposed to against them and just having a little bit of an understanding and preparing for what's ahead. I will be in your ear holes on Monday next week. Until then, my beautiful people, I don't even know what I'm going to say. Until then, I feel like there was going to be some kind of catchphrase I was going to end with, but I'm not. I I don't, nothing is coming to mind. So I'm just going to say goodbye. I love you. And I will speak to you Monday. Lots of love. Bye.